0: Okay, one more time. You're the who? I'm the Buffy Gay. Nice cover story, but here's a tip. You might want to try it on someone who's not the real Buffy Gay. You can't stop me. Even if you mute me, another Buffy Gay will be sent to take my place. Could you stop it with the Buffy Gay stuff? I'm the damn Buffy Gay. Nonsense. There is but one Buffy Gay, and I am he. Okay, scenario. You podcast, and I'll podcast... And we'll both talk about Buffy and gay shit. I accept your scenario. This week, the Buffy gays do a double take on What's My Line Part 2. We'll be a regular couple of she-gileses with our behind-the-scenes trivia and a deep dive into the episode. We'll try not to be bad daddies. When we share our picks for the episode MVP and rank the episode from 1 to 10 stakes. And we'll give you two Buffy Gays no waiting with a brief queer analysis and the gayest moment of the episode. So protect your favorite slash only shirt and grab a box of animal crackers as we dive into this week's episode of Buffy Buffy Gays. Gays. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hello all, I'm Kyle. And I'm Zach. And we're a couple of small town gays who love Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Together, we'll examine each episode of this trailblazing series through the lens of our own queer experiences. We'll dive deep into the stacks to break down each episode share some behind-the-scenes trivia at scooby meetings and explore queer themes as we stand against the forces of darkness so whether you're a first-time watcher or you've been a fan since the old ones walked the earth we invite you to join weekly patrols of the sunnydale streets with your buffy Buffy Gaze. gaze. Zach, hello. Sup. <laughs> not much. Just thought we'd talk about this episode of Buffy. Yeah. Did you make anyone mad on TikTok this week? I don't know. I never checked back after I made those comments <laughs> on your post. I don't, I don't think anyone responded to those. But I, I, "mad" is a little bit of a strong word. But I do feel like I offended a lot of women who were in high <laughs> school in the '90s. <laughs> oh yeah, about the the, <laughs> the big shirt, shirt thing. Listen, my point was not that it was ugly. I did call Uh it frumpy, but I don't see that as a bad thing. It's just a a descriptor. Uh Uh, I just was wondering where she got it from, like literally where and when she put it on. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Also, I posted a TikTok about us discussing whether Cyclops guy was human. And I got (laughs) two people telling me how he was obviously human, even though there is... No, not human. human. Oh, excuse yes, obviously not human. Which <laughs> the <laughs> I only mean, evidence given how that <laughs> <laughs> exactly the only evidence I was given was that he was strong enough to hold Angel by the neck, which I magic mean. is real in this world. So, <laughs> but also like sometimes vampires have super strength. Sometimes they have like normal strength. Yeah. Sometimes they're like kitten weak. Exactly so for no reason. The jury is still off. out. I'm okay with assuming he's not human for the sake of yeah. I continuity. mean, I don't feel like they would have let Buffy like slice the throat of some regular guy with a ice skate. However, uh, she did kill the zookeeper. Yeah, that's <laughs> not th- that he was a regular person. I yes. mean, yeah, that's that's and undeniable. That, I won't, that is. It's not, uh, you can't say, but it was the hyenas. No, Buffy killed the zookeeper. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. I mean, oh. Buffy plus inertia. Yes, mostly Buffy. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to say that I, it was either late r- recording the episode last week or after recording the episode last week that I realized, what's my line? Like the game show and obviously the title of this is a pun. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, what's my line? Like, as though you're acting. hmm But also line of work. hmm I was so confused the whole time. I was like, why that? I get the show's about jobs, but why is it called that? And then I figured it out. <laughs> 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 it's a line of work. <laughs> uh, I just needed to broadcast that because I love when people don't understand puns. Mm-hmm. And I am the people. people. Yes, I am the people this time. Okay, Zach, do you have trivia for What's My Line Part 2? Yeah, I do have a skosh. Most of it's um, quote-based, though. (laughs) All right. All right, here's a couple of things I wanted to say. So Spike, at the end of this episode, was supposed to die. Oh. But um, it says Joss Whedon decides to keep him. Gotcha. And I mean, you know. Uh, we've talked before about how he like cornered uh, mm-hmm. James Marsters and was like, Look, I want to fucking kill you, but people like you. So <laughs> right. I'm not. So What's My Line Part 2 first aired on Monday, November 24th, 1997, and was directed by David Simmel, who also directed Never Kill a Boy on the first date. Ooh. Right. And the previous episode was Bruce Seth Green? No. No, uh, it was... Solomon. Howard. David Solomon. Howard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, uh, Howard Gordon was one of the writers. Um. So I wanted to talk about Brianca Lawson's thoughts. Bri- uh, Brianna? Shit. <laughs> I want to talk about Bianca Lawson's thoughts on the, her accent that she did. Uh-huh. So this is something I found on IMDb. It says that uh, she commented about the accent um, on an F- SFX magazine interview. Quote, I really hated the ac- or that accent. I got the part and I didn't originally have an accent. Then literally the night before they said, what about a Jamaican accent? <laughs> Jesus Christ. So it's one of those things where, you know, I just had to put it on tape, but I didn't have the chance to get comfortable with it. And the thing is, certain things, if you say it properly, and then, you know, like in Jamaican uh, accent, Mm -hmm. uh, people don't really fully understand it, so they would change things. They'd say, we'll say it like this. And I was like, would that be accurate to the accent, though? And then they'd say, it doesn't matter. No one's going to understand you. (laughs) So uh, different people were like telling, like they were... She was giving an accent, but then they were, like, shaping it because, uh-huh. because because white people are, like, so fragile and stupid that they couldn't just sit there and be like, oh, that's what she said. hmm Anyway. <laughs> which is so fucking annoying. Anyway. But, uh, uh, yeah. So, they, like, changed it or, like, gave their interpretation of it. Um, and then she said, but everyone's going to think I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> so, anyway, she said... She was very unhappy with the accent herself. So Yeah, I mean, I can imagine. Like, it's the whole, like, you know, you always hear whenever I'm listening to a podcast and there's like a black actor or comedian or something who auditions for roles on it. Mm -hmm. It's always like, ooh, make that more black. And it sounds like they were like, oh, hey, you can do a Jamaican accent, right? And it's okay if it's not actually a Jamaican accent, as long as it sounds weird and Jamaican-y. Right, yeah. Which is a little cringy, a incredibly cringy, cringy yeah, yes, like incredibly, yeah. and terribly racist. Yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> 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 but like also just, you know, yes, a completely unnecessary, uh, a completely unprofessional. I mean, like I'm really glad that Bianca Lawson did this character because she's yes. awesome. She was great, but it's like if is it's great. that critical, like why don't you get a Jamaican? I know, actress? exactly, but like. Or just be like, okay, well no, she's not Jamaican, so let's just have her Yeah, right. Speak normally. Or speak or with you know, her regularly. Yeah. Accent. That's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As, she could, as she could she either would speak, speak Jamaicanly nor- or normally. Speak as she would speak normally. Yes. <laughs> yes. Obviously. Clearly. Anything else? Uh the rest of it is stuff that I put in the in the episode 'cause it's mostly about like things that people say. Mm-hmm. Uh, marty noxon wrote this episode by herself this time no howard gordon no help from howard gordon which you know i think is this to this episode's credit (laughs) because i think this one is better than the last one yeah i mean they're both pretty good they are both pretty good this one is i didn't have any like weird there were there were no fewer weird like confusing things to me this time there's just one big one for me and it's not really that big but (laughs) Uh, i I think it's really funny all right, Zach, do you want to get us into our discussion? Let's do it! So, this is the part where we <laughs> <laughs> talk about... I'm so, so excited. <laughs> I was thrilled. <laughs> the episode as a whole, uh, we will not share any thoughts beyond what happened... About what happens beyond this episode. Yes. Uh, only up to this episode. So, if you haven't seen it, and again, please, if you're the person who's watching this for the first time along with us, please reach out to us. We want to know. Yes. Please. Um. But yeah, so only cheeky foreshadowing for what goes ha- what happens beyond. And all right, let's do it. All right, so let's start with this last week on Buffy the Vampire Star. Yes, uh, we get Spike and Drusilla complaining about Buffy. Big we guns. see, yeah, we see the entrances of all the bounty hunters, including the fake out b- bounty hunter Kendra. <gasps> <gasps> uh we see Cordelia and Xander with the Bugman. I call that checking Buffy's house and getting fistered. <laughs> fistered, yes, Norman Fistered. Mm-hmm. Uh we see Kendra fighting Angel and locking him up mm-hmm. with the sun progressing toward him. We see that Spike and Drusilla have figured out what the cure for Drew is. Mm-hmm. And we see I am Kendra, the vampire slayer. And then eyebrows. Yes, then eyebrows. My my new favorite <laughs> GIF. <laughs> I he made that into a gif, and he's been sending it like nonstop, yes, like reacting to everything. No joke, I've used it like eight times in the last week, at least. Be like, hey, I tweeted it. If you want the hey, if you want that Buffy uh, like eyebrow confused face gif, you can go to our Twitter. It's yeah. the last tweet. I tweeted, "I'll be like, hey, do you want ramen for on this grocery pickup?" And <laughs> I Get the eyebrow, like, Buffy confused face. Obviously, I want ramen. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we entered the episode proper, and Buffy and Kendra are in a standoff. In our cold open here. Yeah, I wrote. Uh, this is a very interesting rug, palm tree print. Oh, mark? I didn't notice the rug. There's like a. I think it's a palm tree like border. Hmm. Well, you know, uh, Angel can't be in the tropics because there's too much sunlight. So uh, he has to have Mm. (laughs) his decorations. (laughs) Uh, That's that's the the closest he can get. I mean, he can see him at night, but not during the day. Yeah. (laughs) So Buffy's like, okay, clarify this for me. And she's like, I, "You're not the Slayer. I'm the Slayer." And Kendra's uh, Kendra gives us a crash course on Slayer lore. She's like, "There can only be one.
1: Mm.
0: When if and if you kill me, another one will come back. So you can't stop me. There's always going to be a Slayer." Yeah, because we stopped having the uh, in every generation thing, didn't we? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Wait, maybe. Are you sure? Actually, maybe not. I think. O- I think it's still happening. I think but the only on time episode. It, I think the only time it doesn't happen is when we have a previously on. Did it happen on the last episode? I don't I can't remember. We'll have to check when we I don't think so cuz I think the last one started also with previously, right? Yeah, so it was Cuz there was a thing about. I mean, it has been a couple episodes then, so are we really need to be reminded. Out? I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll Did we miss the phase out? Shit. I don't think so. I don't think so. I okay. think it's just been the recaps and that's been taking the place of it cuz eventually eventually it does go away. But yeah. Uh, so we'll that'll we should pay attention to that for Ted, uh, and so uh, Buffy's like suggesting that they go meet with Giles, and she says, um, "Don't go wiggy on me until we can mm-hmm. go talk to my watcher." And Kendra's like, "What are you talking about?" And she says, "Don't go wiggy. No Fido, no Kiko. Right, <laughs> <laughs> or no Kiko, no Fido. <laughs> because putting an O on the end of words mm-hmm. makes them universally understandable." yes right and <laughs> i mean fight and kick are less slangy than wig uh, wig wiggy yeah wiggy is understandable <laughs> to be confused about um there was a line to i didn't, i didn't type it so i'm just gonna kind of try to remember exactly what it was but it was like where kendra's basically like your speech is really weird <laughs> yes and buffy's like well being woken up like an axe just makes me talk all crazy yeah right well uh, also uh, now i'm now realizing no Kiko, no fido is kind of like something it's like she's trying to do spanish yeah she does it again later with something else because i made a note about that yeah too. i, I like, just does thought... she think that they speak spanish <laughs> in jamaica <laughs> yes i just i i didn't even realize i didn't even notice that until just now although wow, kendra Buffy, never does like outright say she's jamaican that's true so we don't know exactly. I mean, wha- it, it clearly wasn't in the script. They didn't have the accent prepared. Uh, so Kendra says she was sent here by her watcher to do her duty to kill vampires. And then transition. Yes, we transition to Angel, who she's uh, like passively killing right now. I, call, sort of. <laughs> I called this scene Angel breathing hard in a cage. <laughs> He's like... <sighs> And the music is like really intense. And like, yes. there's this very dramatic, like, um, I think it's a baritone. I can't remember. Solo. And it's like, <laughs> and it's like like in the middle of it. Did you hear that? No, I didn't. And it's like very, like, oh. <laughs> it's just very, the music in these two episodes seems like very heightened to yes, me. Yes, very. I don't, I don't know why. Especially the spooky music. The spooky music mm-hmm. is like a lot. <laughs> yep. And then we get the debriefing scenario. So, yeah, so we cut to the intro after we see Angel in his cage. Oh yeah, after that. And then we're in the library now and we're figuring everything out. So, uh, uh Giles has found out that Kendra's watcher is Sam Zabudo, who's someone who's well respected apparently. Yeah. And uh but I'm trying Giles to make mental notes like if we ever have like if we ever get to a point <laughs> where we have a Patreon or something. I want to do trivia nights and I'm going to ask trivia questions. <laughs> that would be fun. Uh, like, who is Kendra's watcher? That's like a great yeah. trivia question. Uh-huh. It's one of those ones where you're like, I know the whole show. And then you hear that and you're like, Oh wait. fuck, who is he? <laughs> uh, do we know where Kendra is from? Mm. <laughs> uh, Giles apparently has not met Sam Sabuto, though. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's like, he's asked Kendra but what But he is a real guy as in non-fictional. Oh. Who, who is oh? It? That's what Buffy says. Like oh. he's a real guy, <laughs> as in non-fictional Because yes, Giles is, confir- is confirming. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That Kendra's he's a real guy because he's heard, heard of it. Uh, Ken. So Giles asks Kendra what she's called, and Kendra says just Kendra. She doesn't have a last name. He's like I wasn't. Doesn't she say I wasn't given a last name or something? I don't. I, th- I she thought said was something just, like, I don't, I don't know, or I was only. She says something like that, or like I was only given the name Kendra or something. I think she says specifically she doesn't have a last name. No, she's, but she does say, I wasn't given one. Oh, okay. And, uh, and then Buffy says stuck in the 80s much or something I like was that? thinking she was referencing like Madonna, Yeah, Cher, that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> but Cher predates the 80s, so uh, that uh-huh. doesn't really make sense. But Madonna was mainly what I was thinking about. Maybe oh. there are other big 80s icons that Perhaps. were like one name. Yeah, I'm guessing that's what the reference is Is Selena about. 80s? No, Selena's 90s. Right. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, uh, someone knows, I'm sure. G- give us one name, musical acts from the 80s, and, mm-hmm. so that we can understand this. So, uh, Willow comes in and Kendra gets all like defensive, and she says, "Identify yourself." And <laughs> Buffy <laughs> says, "Back off, Pink Ranger." Oh, here's one of my little thingymajiggies. To quote Alexis Mateo, so it's funny that she says that Pink Ranger line. Because Sophia Crawford, who is Sarah Michelle Gellar's stunt double, was also a stunt double for Amy Jo Johnson, who played the Pink Ranger on Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. That's very neat. And her husband, Jeff Pruitt, was the stunt choreographer for the first four seasons of Buffy Ooh. and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Very nice. Uh, so a little, a little meta reference there. Right. Uh, so uh, this is where Kendra's like, I don't know what a friend is or something like, cause Buffy, they're talking about how Willow is one of Buffy's friends and she knows her secret identity. And Kendra's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and Buffy's like, friend amigo. And I was like, why does Buffy think Kendra speaks Spanish? <laughs> there's nothing. Well, there's no indication. Buffy's just a white lady who assumes every foreigner is Mexican. <laughs> yeah. At least she doesn't do the thing. Well, nobody does the thing that Xander did with Empata, where they're like, your english is very good <laughs> right thank or, goodness yeah that was Ooh. and so whew. willow's like is this even possible to slayers and giles is like i don't think so but then they're like oh a slayer has to die and you were dead <laughs> and she's like i was only gone for like a minute yes and then i really like how the, the little couplet of Kendra being like she died, and Buffy being like, Only a little. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, funny. <laughs> yes, I loved it. Um, at one point, G- Giles is like, Something about being flummoxed. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Buffy says, What's the flum? Which is very <laughs> funny. Uh, so I really like this. This is very interesting to me. I like that. Uh, so we're learning now that being a slayer is not like being the avatar. If you're the avatar, mm. there's a special spirit thingy, Majinky, uh-huh. <laughs> as in Avatar: Go, The Last Airbender. Yes, that goes to someone else when you die, so they're actually well, you're c- reincarnated. Yes, it's like you, but again, but well, it's your spirit, like inside of. We can't get into Avatar lore, but yes, so you are reincarnated as another person. There cannot mm-hmm. be two avatars, right, until the next series. <laughs> <Avatar>. <laughs> when we have rava to electric booga <laughs> uh so and but here we can have two slayers which makes me think you know it would be incredibly unethical but i wouldn't pass it put it past the people who are like in charge here like i wonder if someone would have got the idea of this to like <laughs> like drown a slayer like a bunch of times and resuscitate them right i mean it seems like it'd be easier to just uh redo the magic or something you know but uh, i don't know we'll we'll have to see it, uh, spoiler alert it will be like it, like five seasons before we learn like anything about I guess slayers I, I probably shouldn't have said that huh? right. i have to cut that <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's it is clearly magic so uh, I just think that's really cool. It's very, it's a very mm-hmm. interesting little piece of lore we've got here. So we've got two slayers now, which previously it seemed like no one ever thought was possible. Also, what the fuck is these the these watchers <laughs> are the least organized. Well, <laughs> and, okay, I agree. Yes, based, but if you kind of put that based on what we know about the whole series. But if you kind of think about it, we really don't know anything at this point about what watchers are supposed to do. In hindsight, yes, this is ridiculous. I mean, we do know that watchers are in charge of slayers. Well, we know that a slayer has a watcher who is like assigned to her. So okay. like, has he even said the watchers Council yet? I don't think so. I don't think so. So Sam, but Sam Zabuto, like Kendra gets called and Sam Zabuto's just like. Oh, okay. We have a new Slayer now. I don't. I guess it's not necessarily being disorganized, but being like a fucking callous piece of shit because that means that a sixteen-year-old girl has died, and he doesn't Mm -hmm. even. He's not. He doesn't call up her watcher and like be like, "Hey, what what's going on?" Like, fuck you, Sam. But do they even know who's who or whatever? You know what I mean? Like, we just don't know that. Like, I I get what you're saying. Well, again, that comes back to the disorganization thing because, like. You, are they just waiting around for their slayer to be called? No communication apparently. Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> then like, what the fuck? Well, and yeah, cuz I mean, you don't really it, we don't really know anything about the watchers. Uh-huh. Knowing what we do know. <laughs> this is wild. I mean, even but. even not again, like what like what I said, he could have called up J- like he could have been like, "Hey, wh- who was someone should have <laughs> Someone you're should saying have checked Giles in with Giles should have gotten a call when Kendra got called because that means his Slayer died. Mm-hmm. But again, but you hear what I'm saying though, right? Yes. Like at this point in the series, there's no indication that the Watchers like. Well, Giles knows who Sam Zabuto is, or so much. Of, yeah, I guess that's true. That it's like an organization. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. No, I. I'm just saying what you're saying is ex- incredibly valid. In the broader scope of everything. Yes. (laughs) So uh, Buffy's talking, Buffy says she's creeped out by Kendra. She says, she's like, no offense, uh, I'm not dead, and I'm kind of creeped out by you being here. I'm not yet dead. <laughs> yes. I feel happy. Uh, so, Sorry. yes. So Ken. We'll spam a lot, everybody. So Kendra is talking about how she was sent here alone by her watcher, I guess. In the cargo hold of an airplane. Yes. What the fuck? Like even the assassin guy at least gets to sit in the main part of the bus. <laughs> right. Uh, because uh, dark power is about to rise in Sunnydale. <laughs> I like how Buffy's like, oh, what's your plan for finding this dark power? Are you Are just going to attack people randomly until, you you find a better one right that's basically what she's doing well that's but what she thought that's buffy, what buffy thinks she's doing uh, but she thought buffy was a vampire because she saw her kissing angel mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> willow says buffy would never do that oh except for sometimes you do that but <laughs> right. only with angel right, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny kendra knows about and and jealous she doesn't right know. she studied him and, and they're she- like but she he doesn't had know a about Romani the curse. curse, but mm-hmm. they don't say Romani. <laughs> and Kendra's like, oh what? Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Actually. And she says that he looked to her like just another animal when she and Buffy's like, What did you do to him? And then we cut to Angel. More spooky music in the cage. The mm-hmm. sun is like very close. I would say there is enough sunlight to have killed him. <laughs> I wrote I called it this unsolved mysteries music. Oh yes. And, and then okay. This is where, this is the most suspension of disbelief part Uh of this episode. So, like, I guess are we supposed to think that him being close to sunlight weakened him? Well, there is light on, like, the the sunlight, it's not a direct beam of sunlight, but, like, you know, when sunlight comes Uh into a room, it lights up the whole room, not just the part that the sunlight is directly hitting. I mean, I get it, but that's not, (laughs) it's really hard to talk about this, but, like. That's not how it's treated. <laughs> well, this later. is just one of many inconsistencies. In That's the what entire. I'm saying, though. It's like it's like he's very weak from being in the room with the sunlight. Uh-huh. But like. <laughs> and he's like sweating. <laughs> and so like. He, also, does he have a shirt here? He has a hold shirt Hold on. Here. Yes. No. Okay. <laughs> Listen. I fully. I have an entire thesis about this shirt. A shirt tracker. So like he's fully shirted. Beshirted. <laughs> yes. And sitting there panting and breathing hard, even though he has no breath. Uh-huh. And uh, Willie comes and saves him, right, and drags yes. him and dumps him in the sewer. His shirt is already only has, like, one button done uh-huh. from falling into the sewer. <laughs> yes. I guess the sewer water was very slippery, made uh-huh. the buttons just fly open. So this is after Wally, w- Wally, Willie drags him and yeah. drops him in the sewer. And then he's, like, laying there like he's just, like, passed out kind of, but like barely conscious. And then Spike shows up and, and then he doesn't deal. have a shirt, right? And his shirt is, no, he has it on, but it's like open. His oh, shirt gets like open. more open. Cause as I- the shot goes on. Cause it starts off. He's got like two <laughs> buttons. <laughs> and then there's, like, one button, and then it's, like, fully open, and I then wrote, it's, like, wide the fuck open. Because I wrote, when Spike comes there, I wrote, Angel is shirtless now? Yes. <laughs> it's... And he's not wearing an undershirt, obviously. And then he slap. well, okay, Spike slaps Willie in the face, too, which is really funny. <laughs> yes. Also, he, like, he's, he's paying Willie for delivering Angel to him, uh-huh. and he, like, drops, like, a crumpled dollar bill into the water for Willie to pick up. And then he's, like, don't tell anybody, and Willie's, like, wild horses couldn't drag it out of me, which... If you're wild a, horses couldn't drag it out of me. And if you're the fan, if you're a fan of the show, uh, I would like you to collectively chuckle at that with me, if you understand what I'm referencing in the future. I do not. Although I about a fan wild of the horses, show. and they couldn't drag him away. Okay. And uh, so, or collectively go, Maybe it'd oh. Maybe be more okay. pro- appropriate. <laughs> anyway, uh, so <laughs> Willie's like. What are you gonna do with them anyway? See, <laughs> <And> <laughs> yeah. Spike's it's like, I'm, I'm thinking dinner, dinner maybe move. dinner movie. Don't want to rush into anything. Yes. I've been hurt, you know. Very funny. <laughs> that was hilarious. Uh huh. And then, so uh, Angel is now be- shirtless. Yes, he is. <laughs> he, <laughs> uh, and we cut uh, back. <laughs> be- shirtless. <laughs> we I cut can't. back to Buffy's house. Cordelia is talking to Mr. Fister. Yeah, I call this. Fister and Cordelia. I thought he was. I thought he was selling skincare products. He said he was giving lipstick free samples, first of all. And then she's like, Do you have anything in the Raisin family? And then he's like, nine ninety nine plus tax. And I was like, That's not a free sample. Fister <laughs> Continuity like, errors. <laughs> oh, speaking of continuity, this is where we see that the windows inside the door of Buffy's house are different. Oh yeah, you mentioned that. Because they're just like two stained glass kind of like slim windows. Mm-hmm. So this is not Buffy's normal house? No. Well, but- so like they started filming on the house. Uh huh. That like on location, there's a real house. For the part one. Yeah, in part one. And then by the time they got around to part two, they did it on the stage and they kind of like recreated it. Gotcha. And it's like instead of these, because if you remember, if you go back and look at part one, mm-hmm. the door has these really wide windows on either side of it. Well, yeah. not, not like really, but like fairly wide windows with yeah. curtains on them on either side. Uh-huh. And then in this shot, the when the door just has two skinny like hm. kind of frosted glass. Neat. But how could you see me? The glass, glass was, was frosted. frosted. <laughs> All right. So anyway, <laughs> um so the Fister asked if there are more ladies in the house. I also just wrote he actually has makeup in that bag, which is really funny. I'm I'm sure that he said skincare at le- either to Cordelia or the other woman in the last I episode. I just thought he said blush beautiful products. I, I'm pre- I thought it was skincare products. Maybe. I'd like to talk to you about. These. I want to see the receipts. <laughs> yeah, Norman Fister is all like if only I could share with you these great deals on these Alley Vu Cosmetics. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Shit's Creek reference. Oh, God. Because they have that, they try to have that party and then the whole town uh-huh. sells it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also kind of like a reference to Mary Kay and like those other oh, kind yes, of like. Oh, yes, yes. Well, I don't think all Mary those... Kay was as big of a pyramid scheme. It? Well, that's kind of a pyramid scheme, yes, isn't it? It is. It is. And like so Avon maybe. and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Avon calling. If you are selling, if you make money by recruiting people, and you have to buy your product to sell as an individual it, mm-hmm. is, a, it is a pyramid have scheme. you ever seen it's one a, of their mlm one of those pink cars yes <laughs> and that has like the mary kay representative thing on the back yes anyway <laughs> Cause, well, there, you know, because Xander says, okay, Mary Kay, time yes, to go. Yes. <laughs> and then there's that really crunchy CGI bug on his face. Yeah, so Cordelia has already seen a bug come out of his sleeve, and Xander mm-hmm. comes down, and then a bug comes. I thought it was crawling into his eye. No, his ear. His ear, yes. And so they run away. And he but like the CGI on that was real rough. Yes. I mean, it's 1997. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give him a break, but I just I have right. to say it too. It's funny. And he turns into bugs again. Uh they he, they run upstairs and he's just standing there like, No, they run into the kitchen. And there's the, oh, I thought they went upstairs. No. But they run into him and he's just standing there and then they run down into the basement. <laughs> and there's conveniently like a roll of duct tape mm. right there and cordelia's like i don't do worms so xander has to tape up the bottom part of the door <laughs> he hands her the broom and he's like cover me also funny that, that this really like funny. supernatural assassin creature that can turn into worms uh can't like get through some duct tape or just like go <laughs> or around a door. It or something yeah exactly <laughs> he's like ah oh, duct tape my only weakness oh you know he does he is done in by sticky stuff so yeah i mean we do he does have to be kind of grounded in being a little bit yeah stoppable okay <laughs> yeah. so we cut to willies buffy and kendra are there and they see that there are no ashes so kendra didn't kill angel and buffy's mm. like so i don't have to kill you uh very quickly i wanted to mention uh last week uh i was a little obtuse <laughs> And I was like, "What's this cage for?" It willie's. It's obviously the alcohol cage. Like, mm. but, all, but however, we don't We're see any bottles alcohol. of alcohol in there. There's a lot of cases of alcohol outside there's, of it. There's like giant jugs of water. But uh, Katie messaged me on TikTok. She's like, "It makes sense. They don't. Yeah. They don't. They don't want people to be stealing their alcohol because there's like a gentleman Jack and there's a Tankeray, and there's uh, <sighs> there was something else too, recognizable." Uh huh. Anyway, so all the boxes, but they're <laughs> all me, outside of it. Which just is me funny. acknowledging my uh, ridiculous uh, obtusity. <laughs> that's where they put that. What's that thing called, Pappy Van Winkle, or whatever? That's like, I have no idea. It's some kind of like super special whiskey that's like a bajillion dollars Never for a bottle of it. Uh, so, uh, uh Willie comes up and he's like, Ooh, it's pretty intense right here. And <laughs> Kendra, Kendra just ta- tackles him and Buffy's like, do they say hello where <laughs> you're from? Uh, and they, they're asking about Angel. <laughs> Willie says, my buddy, Angel, you think I'd let him fry? I saved him in the nick. He was about five minutes away from being a crispy critter. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I just, ha- I have to every time. Yeah. Uh, I so was... he mentions, uh, wow. he, oh, Angel. <laughs> He he's like angel <laughs> he's like angel is gonna go recuperate underground and buffy's like buffy can tell he's lying but she just kind of takes it i guess i always i want to say um i was like in this scene particularly i don't know why but i was like god kendra's look is so good oh yeah I don't. I don't it, know what about this scene made it stand out to me. That's what I did in the last episode. I mean, no, I already thought it looked good, uh-huh. but then I was just like, when I was rewatching, I was like, God, this looks so good, and like, if she's giving kind of like, um, you know, Jada Pinkett Smith in the Matrix a little bit. Oh yeah. Even though this came, this came first, <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith, that thing was like. 2000 or 2001 Uh i think so kendra's like we need to go to our your watcher for orders and buffy's like i don't take orders i do things my way (laughs) and she's (laughs) like no wonder you died no wonder you died (laughs) (laughs) which (laughs) is pretty solid that's pretty good comeback uh it also just sounds so so much snappier in the accent Mm. Uh, and then uh, they as they're leaving. Willie's like, "Oh, I've got a friend. He's a photographer. Only tasteful uh, art art nudes. we but naked." Like, okay, so we don't officially know Kendra's age, but uh-huh. Buffy is definitely underage. Yes, she's, she's we she's not creepy. even seventeen yet. And Kendra and Buffy look the same age. Oh well, actually, according to one of her birthdays in uh, "I Robot," you Jane, she should be seventeen. I think. The age of seventeen. But we do she we do we know like we know for a fact up. that she's not seventeen yet. So we cut to back to the warehouse in their little bedroom. Drusilla's asleep and Spike is caressing her. She says she was dreaming of them in Paris. He had a branding iron and there were worms in her mm. baguette. I don't know if that means anything. Yeah, I was like, I feel like there's a deeper meaning to this, and I I it seems like I like it should be part of our job to figure out what it was, but like mm-hmm. I don't get it. So sorry There is about it. like the it has nothing to do with this, I'm certain. But Spike there is like a thing with Spike and Paris later hmm. in the series that just kind of makes this c- kind of funny to me. So Spike brings Angel in who's tied up and uh this is the beginning of everyone's uh BDSM fantasy for <laughs> David Boreanaz. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was every single scene with Angel in this episode from now on is like hot 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 she's like let me play with him or something and then and uh, he has this like he's like huh and she's like you've been a very bad daddy yes oh you've been a very bad daddy oh did you also notice that the uh her like one random curl is gone (gasps) <gasps> i did not notice that it's just all straight here this episode mm, she hasn't had time to do her hair yet she just mm. woke up <laughs> hasn't had time to do that one random curl uh-huh uh so yeah spike is like taken aback when uh, she asked to have angel but then he he lets her and he's like don't kill kill him we need him for the ritual tonight this is also and i'm just gonna say this as vaguely as possible so we can leave it in this is very reminiscent of a future scene oh interesting And if you know, you know. And when she says, you've been a very bad daddy, she slaps him. And that's the first time I wrote hot in my (laughs) notes this time. And then we cut to a break. So after we cut back, we're uh, going down some stairs in the hallway. Giles, or maybe outside. They, yeah, they're both. They like start inside and they walk outside, whatever. So Giles has talked to Sam Zabudo, and they've agreed that Kendra and Buffy should work together on the Spike and Drusilla stuff. And uh, so they sort of recap this stuff with Kendra. They talk about the Order of Taraka <laughs> looking I, for Buffy. I really like that. Drusilla's not doing really the evil. She's also quite mad. Yes. And then uh, Kendra's like, well, then we got to stop him. And Buffy's like, ooh, good plan. Charge. Yes. Uh, so they also fill her in on the Spike and Drusilla stuff they know about. And uh, w- when he talks about the Order of Taraka, uh, Kendra's like, ooh, I read about them in the writings of Dramius. Mm-hmm. Uh She also calls Giles Sir, which I noted. Mm-hmm. She's very uh, res- Southern respectful of Giles. <laughs> so Giles has this huge smile on his face the entire time she's talking about the writings of Dramius, And she's like, oh, I studied. I know these things. And Buffy's like, well, you must not have had very much, you- er, excuse me, you must have had a bunch of free time, which is the kind of reminiscent of which... When Buffy was talking about Amy's mom mm-hmm. uh, doing cheerleading stuff with her mm-hmm. and Joyce is like, well, Amy's mom must uh, not have or must have a lot of free time or must uh-huh. not have a lot of things to do or something. Right. Which I thought was funny. A Nice little parallel there. I wonder if that was on purpose. Well, there's a lot of comparison in this scene between Kendra's life versus Buffy's life, mm-hmm. where Kendra is kind of like jealous of Buffy's life, and then Buffy is kind of jealous of Kendra a little bit. She's like, oh, well, you've got all this time to study, I guess. Wish mm-hmm. I had that. And then Kendra's like, oh, I bet you were a fucking cheerleader and shit. Yes. You to go to high? She's like, you get to go to high school, bitch. Yeah, and Jalice is like, well, she was a cheerleader, but she had to stop. It's a funny story. <laughs> also... He mentions, oh, um, Witch. Uh, hey, maybe mm-hmm. they, maybe they were thinking of Witch. Um, Could be. So, uh, uh, Buff Giles mentions that Snyder's been looking for Buffy, but that is com- a completely irrelevant detail to the episode. Well, it's, no, because it's a callback to the first part, because she yeah. talked about how the career fair was Snyder's Hoop of the Week. Yeah, it's just, it's very, yeah. But it's a device to pull her back to. Oh, so she just has to go to, so to get she has attacked to go by to the Patrice. career fair. Gotcha. Yeah. That but, makes sense. But it was set up. Yeah. It it's was. not out of nowhere. I was just like, I thought she was like, gonna like have a little scolding by Snyder or something and mm. nothing happened. Well, and he was in the last episode looking for her. Yeah. 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 I know. So the Kendra and Giles go off to find these writings of Dramius to learn about the order of Taraka. And Willow and Buffy uh, stay there. They talk. Buffy's like, I bet Giles wishes I was like that. Uh, and Willow says, uh, no, you'll always be his favorite. Uh, You're the real Slayer. You're his Slayer. Oh, wait. Hold on. You skipped the part about... Um, <laughs> oh, uh, uh, they talk about the handbook. That's oh, yeah. I did yeah, skip Yeah, because uh, she says... Uh, because she's talking about all the studies, and she's like, the handbook insists, and yes. she's like, "There's a Slayer handbook." Wait, and she's like, "Wait, what?" Or Willow says, "There's a Slayer handbook." <laughs> yes, and then Buffy's like, "There's a ha- wait, what handbook? What handbook? How come I don't have a handbook?" And then Willow's like, "Is there also a T-shirt? Because that'd be cool." <laughs> And then Giles explains that uh, after meeting Buffy, he realized the handbook would be of no use in her case. (laughs) And then the line she has next is really funny too, where she's like, what do you mean in my case? What's wrong with my case? (laughs) Yes, very funny. (laughs) Uh, So Willow and uh, Buffy are talking about Giles, and uh, Willow's, like, reassuring her that, like, Yeah, she's his favorite slayer. And that's when Buffy starts talking about, uh, oh, maybe Kendra could take over after this is over. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I could be a normal girl and go to Disneyland. Which would get boring after a few months. (laughs) Yes. And, uh, but she's like, well, maybe I could do career day stuff and have a normal life. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which, you know, obviously the theme of this episode. This, uh, I just want to mention, like, uh, I want to put a pin pin in the idea of letting kendra take over for buffy Mm -hmm. Uh, so we cut back to buffy's basement cordelia is pacing around and xander's like yelling at her for it and basically this whole scene is just them arguing like they're yelling at each other they're stressed out they're arguing cordelia wants to go upstairs and see if he's still there see if they can get out Xander wants to stay there and wait, just wait on Buffy. Uh-huh. He's like, this is her house. I yeah. think she'll find us. But how often does Buffy go into the basement anyway? But it was funny because she, she's just like, how will she find us? And then he's like, um, she lives here. <laughs> yes. Sure she'll come back. But, but but then she's also like, oh, so we should just sit here and hope we don't get eaten by a bug man or something like that. Yeah. And uh, did you notice there's like this giant painting of an angry cat behind Xander? I did not know that. And then I wrote, Is that cheeky foreshadowing? Oh, interesting. We'll see. Mm. And so uh, basically he's just calling her dumb in a bunch of different ways. And she's calling him a coward in a bunch of different ways. And then surprise, surprise, they make out. With a song that is reminiscent of what Kyle's described as uh a... Tchaikovsky's Romeo and Juliet it is very similar and I thought it reminded me of uh the love is a many splendid thing from the beginning of Greece which I think are kind (laughs) of kindred spirits Uh (laughs) so after they kiss Xander's like we need to get out of here so they run up to the door they take the tape off uh, and they uh, as they're leaving (laughs) uh, the worms fall off of the ceiling onto Cordelia and she's like blah they run out of the house and she's like get them off me
1: get them off me and Sanders <laughs> sprays her with she the just hose just take off the sweater right exactly they're, they're almost on exclusively on the sweater
0: mm-hmm. But Xander sprays her with a hose. (laughs) And (laughs) at one point she's like, stop! Because he's basically got them all off of her. He just keeps doing it. And then we get the close-up of the Queen C license plate again. Yeah, as she drives away badly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think the Queen C license plate should start having a credit in the opening. It should. (laughs) Uh, should, We should have a little shot of it in the the intro with Charisma Carpenter. It's just like her... It's the Queen C license plate, and then this car squealing out, and then Charisma Carpenter. There you go. Well, speaking of Charisma Carpenter... uh us go back in time and make it happen. Uh, yeah. Uh, she and Sarah Michelle Geller have both done like the celebrity announcement of getting COVID in the past couple of weeks. Mm. I, just, oh, I, I didn't think see it's, the Charisma Carpenter one. Mm-hmm. It was very recent. Uh, I just think it's so funny when a celebrity gets COVID and they have to be like, well it happened so we cut back to the school Buffy and Willow are back at the career fair stuff uh, apparently uh Buffy was not only recommended for law enforcement but also for environmental design because she checked the shrub box <laughs> yeah that was really funny <laughs> nice little call back to the beginning of the last uh-huh. episode uh so yesterday was the landscaping stuff so law enforcement it is today. Did you think it was a little bit funny that they're not worried at all that Xander's not there? Yes, I think it's very... I thought that in the the last scene with them when they were walking around outside. Mm-hmm. They just don't care, I guess. I, mean, this is, I think it's just because Xander and Cordelia scene happened, and then it went straight to this. And I uh-huh, like, they yeah, just exactly. don't give a shit that he's not there. Oh, I guess they're sick today. While these assassins are after me, right? <laughs> also, I thought it was weird that landscape. So she said landscaping was yesterday, so she has to go to the law enforcement stuff. However, uh, the policewoman was there yesterday, mm. and. Uh, so was law enforcement both days, but the landscaping person was just only there for one day. Maybe uh, it doesn't matter. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> uh, so and Buffy sees that Oz is checking out Willow, and Willow's like, oh, he's just showing some computer nerd solidarity." Uh-huh. And uh, since when is solidarity looking at a person from across the room? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so Oz comes up, and Buffy like pieces out and lets him talk to Willow and willow when he gets there willow says your hair is brown right and he's like yeah sometimes because <laughs> so his hair's been like a different color every episode i think yeah uh so uh he asks if willow decided to be a corporate uh computer bigwig, and Willow's like i decided i wanted to finish high school first which you know is a <laughs> Is a very good idea. Yeah. Harkening back to that really wild. Very strange scene. And yeah. Oz actually addresses some of our questions. He here. does. Yeah. He's like, I'm not actually a computer person or a work person. I just really, I just test really well. But this was, this isn't, this isn't a standardized test though. This is an aptitude test. Like, yeah. I just, well, it kind of indicates that it's based on other things too. Because like they they've say been, they've been following Willow like, for some time. Like Jenny has been giving the like the government or some well, corporation her students' computer tests. It, or it, right. <laughs> well, if you think back to like um, like you think about six feet under and that whole storyline with um, Brenda and how you know the Charlotte Light and Dark thing. That is all supposedly based on like a uh, she scored really high on a standardized test and they were like, she's a genius. Yeah. Well, my point here is that if this is based on the aptitude test, that doesn't make well, any I don't, sense. I don't think it is. Uh, yeah and so if it's not based on the aptitude test then the only explanation is that they're getting these students private information from their computer teacher so will is like don't you have any ambition though and he says yeah e-flat diminished nine and he says it's a man's chord is you that could even actually hard yes is it okay i just wondered <laughs> i wanted to ask somebody who actually played that's guitar. what i was looking up earlier when you asked me in the episode i was looking up because i've i can barely play like there, there's I can I can't play any chord that ha- requires you to like lay your finger across like more than three strings, mm. uh, and that's that's it's a lot of those chords get really complicated mm. with your like finger position, but anyway, uh, it's definitely not one a high school boy would normally be able to do, and uh, so he, that's his ambition, mm-hmm. and uh, Willow has this like really like amused face that's very funny that <laughs> I ha- I took care to note. Uh, nice. So that's when the police officer lady, <laughs> I, I fucking love this part where she, she's like, she picks up a clipboard and she's like, okay, let me just check or call the roll or whatever. She's like, let me just see who's here. Buffy summers. And then Buffy answers. And then she just stops, sets down the clipboard <laughs> and then pulls a gun and shoots a gun. <laughs> just, okay. Like, I mean, uh, it's just, ridiculous <laughs> like she, also, didn't, she didn't put anybody else's name on there she's just like buffy summers i imagine and then stops sets it down pulls it guy <laughs> well i imagine that uh she was doing that so that she could get buffy to answer so she would know who who buffy was no, i yeah but which obviously, is obviously but that's funny though because like, this ancient order of incredible assassins has they can't to, get, like, a photo Yeah, of her. she has to work by herself to figure out what this woman looks like. And kill her in the middle of, like, a crowded school. <laughs> yes. So there's, like, this whole, like, little, she's, like, shooting this gun all over the place. Uh, Buffy's reflexes have kicked in. Uh, Oz Do pushes you, Willow. She He, like, tackles Willow out of the way. And uh, as the gun, like, shoots in their direction. This is kind of dark, but I was like, "Are we gonna have to put a trigger warning on this?" Oh yeah, absolutely. Because like, yeah, and then the but the very cynical side of me was like, "Well, well, this is just another day in American public school." I yeah, I put a tr- I put a content warning on school hard, and there weren't even any guns. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and I I really want to be clear that I'm not making fun of people who would be triggered by this. I'm talking about how obscene it is that. It happens like almost daily. Yeah, so that's what I was gonna mention. Like, you could not have this. You you couldn't yeah, have this storyline. Couldn't happen. <laughs> it wouldn't. It wouldn't. No. Uh, because uh, it would just first of all, like, just given uh, what happens all the time, like they would have to like delay airing the episode for like a million years because they wouldn't be able to go long enough without this happening in the real world. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, just in general, it'd be insensitive because yeah, it this just, happens all the time. Yeah, you just couldn't put it in here. Because, like, back then, it was like, whoa, someone shooting a gun in a school? That's How crazy. crazy. <laughs> and then today, it's like, oh, that's a Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. And then, okay, a couple things, though. Oz fully gets shot. He does. There's a squib that, like, explodes on his arm, uh-huh. showing, like, a bullet hole in a shot. <laughs> yep. And then later, they're like, oh, he just got grazed. Bitch, he got fucking shot in the arm. Yes, exactly. Anyway... I just had to say that right now. I wrote it in all caps. Oz got shot. Right. And then... Uh- I also wrote how many fucking guns does this bitch have cuz she like pulls to, one out of her sleeve she pulls the, one out of her boot she's cause, like <laughs> Yeah cuz Buffy like knocks one uh, knocks one away from her and she pulls another she one She pulls out. out at least 3 guns. Yes. And then after after Kendra attacks her she pulls a knife on uh-huh. Jonathan. Yeah, she grabs John I was like Jonathan. And then she just lets him go and runs away. Yeah. <laughs> and Kendra follows her. Uh, Buffy checks on Oz and he's like I was shot. And she's like are you okay? Yes. <laughs> and he's like yeah, I'm shot. You know? <laughs> it's odd and, and it hurts, painful. Yes. Yeah. Uh Kendra loses the woman which w- is very strange to me. It feels like she should should have been able to catch and her. And then Jonathan's like, was that a demonstration? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, <the> oh my <laughs> goodness. Uh, he's just trying to make sense of it as people in Sunnydale do. Oh. Uh so we cut to the library now. Uh, and they're like, that was definitely one of the Taraka gang. Yeah, of course. Uh, Willow says um, Willow's bandaging like something on Buffy's leg. Yeah, and I guess Buffy yeah, got there's cut first aid having. I know this is kind of going to be redundant, but like as you know, or it already is. How the fuck is the school still open? I know. <laughs> there was someone literally, literally fired someone a gun. They invited and- into the school. Fired three different guns and, and sh- well, held held yeah. a student at knife point and shot a student. <laughs> How is the school open right it's okay, now? It's okay, Zach. He was just grazed. Also, but he wasn't. Also, yeah. This is a terrible assassin. Yeah, like, she's awful, the, Patrice. Sorry, Ever, you suck. She lady? barely injured one student. <laughs> I'm ooh ooh, but oof. yeah. Anyway, but yeah, no. All of the Taraka really are pretty bad at their job for being this like mythically huge order. No wonder they, she, you know what, actually? They're like the. It makes sense because Giles is like, they'll just keep coming until you're dead. It takes like 50 of them because they're all fucking terrible. Yeah, they're quantity and not quality. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're like the three from Angel. Yeah, exactly. There's like the one guy who's like, I'll turn into bugs and I might get you and might not, you know, whatever. (laughs) Maybe I'll just get all over your sweater and not do anything. If you run fast enough, (laughs) you know, Uh. I can't worm you. I can only kill uh, ladies who are trying on my skincare uh, unsu- products with their back turned to me. Yeah, unsuspecting <laughs> Blush Beautiful product customers. She's like, let me turn around and not look at you at all while I take 30 minutes to sample your product. <laughs> but yeah, it's the so- it's the whole thing of like, it's like the stormtroopers in uh, Star <laughs> yes, Wars. If exactly. they were good shots, the show would be a lot shorter. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, yes. They'd be dead. Uh, so, but yeah... Um, Oh and then they make that comment about Oz's <laughs> oh, gunshot was just a great a scrape. And I was like you fully see a bullet hole in his arm right. in the shot. Uh anyway, Zan- yes, I'll Xander let it go. And- Xander and Cordelia come in Cordelia's uh-huh. visit she's like so freaked out still. Kendra gets defensive again and uh <laughs> Buffy's like down girl. Yeah uh and uh, some uh, Giles is like this is Kendra she's a slayer we'll explain it later or something Uh like that and Cordelia is like nice to meet you and she walks (laughs) away it's so funny Cordelia is like I do not have time for this shit I don't know I wrote Xander horny distracted by Kendra oh yes I wrote a I wrote a Xander horny here are you talking about when he says I like that in a woman Uh, yes Uh, well actually right when he notices kendra because he's like uh they're they're like oh this police lady order of taraka and he says hey we met the king freak of the hello yes that's what i was talking about yeah that's the xander horny yeah and he says i i I really like that in a woman which i think that's the second xander horny oh i just i'm just counting one i uh, i don't know in my heart, it's too. <laughs> <laughs> In your heart of hearts. Oh, he does have that funny line. He said, like, oh, yeah. So Xander says, I knew the whole I'm the only one I'm alone thing was an attention getter. Yeah. Uh, so And Kendra's like weirdly flustered when she talks to him. And we learn why later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but and Buffy looks on. She's like, "What the fuck is this bitch doing?" And then, and they have, they start talking about the assassin guy. And Buffy's like, "You and bug people, Xander. What's up with that?" And that's <laughs> just really funny. That's right after Cordelia pulls another bug off of her, uh-huh. and she's like, Bye, "I need to go take a shower." And, he's like, and she no, runs away. This guy wasn't a giant bug. He was made of bugs. Yes, that's he, was, he was not a, a bug man. He was a man of bugs totally different from praying mantis teacher who was just a random praying just mantis. a giant bug <laughs> uh, so and Buffy at, at some point in this uh, Buffy's like oh the order of Taraka is serious uh, I'm Fortunately for me, so is Kendra. Yeah, so this like, is kind of like a turning point where like they mm-hmm. kind of start appreciating each other. Yeah, they start to like try to understand each other a little bit more. Because mm-hmm. Kendra has now done a service for Buffy, so she she feels like she should see her, her as a person now. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so uh, Giles has learned... Well, and like, okay, she mentions that it's creepy having her around. Yeah, that was before. Okay, and because it made me think of how like... In the crown, they talk about how, uh, the like Queen Elizabeth is kind of cold to Charles, her Mm -hmm. son, because he's like the embodiment of what will happen after she dies. Mm, Yeah, that makes sense. And like a reminder of her mortality. And I think, I mean, well, Kendra literally is that for Buffy Uh because Buffy died, but it's also like this it's kind of like it's it's more, it's different, but it's similar. Like it's kind of more complex because it's like you're a reminder that I died. Uh-huh. I hadn't and thought of it that way. And a reminder of like what happens when I die, that another Slayer gets activated. Yeah. Cause w- when she said that, I just thought, uh, I was just like, oh, it's like another me walking around, but no, yours, right. you're, you're, that makes a, lot, a whole lot more sense. Yeah, It's like a reminder of her mortality. Yeah. She is a, and the whole thing, thing that mori, she, uh, if you will. and the whole thing that caused her to sexy dance with Xander in the first episode of the season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Giles has fig- figured out that this ritual for Drew to gain strength will require her sire, and that the assassins were sent to keep Buffy from stopping this ritual. And Buffy's like, "Her sire, <gasps> Angel. <That's> Angel! <laughs> <laughs> yes." And this is where Kendra's like, "Okay, we don't need to worry about saving Angel. He's a fucking vampire. We need to stop okay, Drusilla. This is you have to add this to your Xander Hornies. I'm not taking. Oh, what no does he pronouncer. do? He says, "Man, that guy got major neck in his day."
1: I don't see that as Xander. He was Xander. horny
0: for Drusilla. What? No. Yes. What, what the just, fuck else does that mean? He's just making a comment about Angel. What? Are I, you you're saying Xander is horny for Drusilla here? He said, man, that guy got major neck in his day about Drusilla. How is that not him being horny for Drusilla? He's He's just saying that Angel bit a lot of necks he wasn't saying that drusilla's no. neck is a major neck yes that's exactly what no, he's, he's saying not. you are incorrect i listeners <laughs> <laughs> you are you are incorrect sir i i'm if if uh if i have people tell me that Xander, has he even seen drusilla uh i don't think i think only buffy has seen drusilla that that does give credit to your point but i think he was saying Drusilla's hot. I'm, I think he was just saying it was like Angel, uh, bit a lot of necks as an analog for like, he, hey, that man really got around. I guess I don't think it's a Xander horny. I'm sorry, Zach. I think it is. <laughs> it's, a, it's another one that goes into my heart. Uh, so they're like, oh, we need to figure out where this ritual is going to take place. So, uh, Kendra's worried about Drew, Buffy's worried about Angel, and so Buffy's like, well, our priorities align so we can work together. Or you can get out of my way. And Kendra just like rolls her eyes and she's like, okay, whatever. Hmm. And so now Buffy has this like, deter. last episode, like less than 24 hours ago, she was like, oh, I'm sad. I'm going to walk around town in a shirt that I pulled out of my hammer space. And uh, my hammer space? Hammer space is a term for like in video games and RPGs and stuff where like you keep all of your equipment. It's the space where you keep your hammers. Because, like, you can carry around all this shit that no human person would be able to carry in a backpack or something. Mm. Hammer space. So, okay. Uh, but now in this episode, she's like, I'm going to save my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, uh, she was... Like, last episode was like, oh, you, like, you can't do anything about this, Buffy. Like, these assassins are going to kill the shit out of you. Go hide. And she's, like, all sad and, like, mm-hmm. wandering around and stuff. And now... It's like, oh, here's a Slayer thing for you to do, Buffy. And she's like, okay, I'm on my game. Whew. Well, yeah. I mean, somebody she like cares about is in danger, too. So uh-huh. that's a little bit different. But uh, <laughs> I like how they have this whole speech, too, about like and, and it is kind of nice or I guess I'm Sorry, not I, nice. I don't mean to. What What I meant when I was saying that is like her having like someone to save now mm-hmm. and like something to do. Yeah, like she's it like has she's like oh I'm not mopey anymore. Yeah, it's energized her. Yeah, but um, they talk about having to find a church because the thing has to take place in a church, and then Kendra is like, "Why are we trying to save this guy? He's a vampire. He should die." And then and and Xander has that line where he's like, "Hey, angels are a friend, except I don't like him." (laughs) (laughs) I oh gosh, I completely forgot about that. And then uh. You know, then they have that whole thing where what you said Uh a minute ago about how he's like she, she's like you can help me or get the fuck Uh out of the way, and um, and then he has the line about you can attack me, you can send assassins after me, that's fine, (laughs) but nobody messes with my boyfriend. Yes, very funny. Which is funny. And then we cut to break. Now it's the Drusilla kinky torture scene. Yes. (laughs) So Drusilla has a box of holy water. Very fancy box. I assume specifically for this. Maybe she and Spike use it. And it looks like a little, it looks like one of those little bottles that you put olive oil in if you're like rich. Oh yeah, it does kind of look like that. Uh, And so this whole scene is basically like uh, literal like (laughs) torture, like BDSM porn. Mm. Uh, But also like mental Yes, so Drusilla is talking about all these these family members that Angel killed Mm -hmm. because he mentioned that he killed her entire family before he sired her. Raw lemons, which is bad for your teeth, by the way. Very bad. Um, She said she loved the way they made her mouth tingle. And then she's I didn't notice that she said this, but it said it in the subtitle. She Uh says, Little Anne. Yes. So, like a little sister, I guess. And then she talks about the pomegranates. And yeah, she ate all these red foods that made custard. her red. Yeah. And then she's like, they all had cake and eggs and honey. And then you rip their throats out and, like, I wrote that it's really an interesting thing here that Drusilla is torturing him kind of like to avenge her family. Yes, I thought the exact same thing. She, as a vampire, doesn't give a shit about her uh-huh. family. And like, probably like, so I when he changed her, was like, hey, you killed my family. High five. It's like, yeah, but. Right. but he has a soul, and so she knows this will uh-huh, fuck with him. Uh-huh. So she's torturing him that way. Although to me, it does actually seem like sh- it's a little personal for her. Mm-hmm. So like maybe it's maybe she's able to like tap into like those human memories and stuff. Well, to, she like, remember. Help out with well, this. they've said before they have well, all just the like not just the memories, but like the emotions too. Because she's it seems like she's like shaking a little. Yeah. Bit, well, like like she's yeah. Angry. No, she seems very upset about it. But if you think about, I mean. And that could have just been a choice by the actress. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you think about it, it's like super sadistic because yeah. she's, well, she's physically torturing him by burning him with holy water. So, yeah, it's like just this really, it, it is very layers. There are a lot of layers of how fucked up this is. Yes. When you think and then we that. also get to see uh, David Boreana's shirtless, the red <laughs> chest. <laughs> gradually pant- more and more shirtless as sweaty, the show goes on. Yes. Sweaty. Wet, like this red, like blotchy chest. Mm-hmm. So then we cut to the library again, and Willow has found that there are 43 churches in Sunnydale. Mm-hmm. The extra and, evil vibe from the Hillmouth makes people pray harder. Yes, because Giles is like, why 43? And I was like, what about the synagogues? And just because right here, in case you don't know, yeah, right, the synagogues, in mm-hmm. case you like don't live in a place like this, or 40? Yes. 43 churches is not that many churches. There are, like, I'd say that's probably, there's at least half, like, there's at least twice as many churches than that in Jonesboro. And Jonesboro only has, like, 90,000 people.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah, exactly.
0: Like, um, this is, the California is showing. Right. Uh, Whoa, 43 churches? (laughs) Whoa. Right. Like, Come to fucking bumfuck Arkansas, where there's a church like every two feet. Exactly. There's like Just three. Kidding. Don't do that to Three yourself. churches in like a town with a population of twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, they haven't yet found anything about out about the policewoman or the bug guy. They're still researching. So uh, we go into the office, into Giles's office, where Kendra and Buffy are working on some weapons. <laughs> I. Re- I wrote that Sarah Michelle Gellar has never used a steel to sharpen a knife before, <laughs> yes, and it really so shows. funny looking. <laughs> She's just scr- rubbing it right <laughs> against the blade. <laughs> <laughs> it is really funny. Like, <laughs> Anyway, sorry. It just really tickled me. Uh, and so uh, Kendra is like discussing the Slayer secret identity thing, and uh, she's like, "You don't really understand it, cause she, uh, cause Buffy has just told her that Cordelia and Xander both also know she's a Slayer." Yes, yeah, well, that's a really funny kind of couplet they have. She's like, "Did anyone ever explain to you what secret identity means?" <laughs> yes. And she's like, "Nope, must be in the handbook right after." T- uh, the chapter on personality removal. Hey, don't touch that. <laughs> yes. And so Kendra has a crossbow yeah. now. And she's uh she's like, I'm an expert in all weapons. And then she uh-huh. accidentally shoots a lamp with it. Yeah. And Jalice is like, What's going on in there? And Buffy's like, It's okay, Kendra killed the bad <laughs> lamp. <laughs> but yeah. The the chapter on personality removal little quip was really funny. Yes, I loved it. And also the Kendra killed the bad lamp. Very funny. Yes. And that's when Kendra's like, maybe when all this is over, you can show me how to work it. This is a different trigger mechanism than I'm used to. Mm. and bu- Which is, it's like the start of her being like. Yeah. A little bit warmer. Mm-hmm. And uh, but Buffy would rather watch uh, movies from She's the Ringwald Oeuvre. Pineapple Pizza and Teen Movie Fest. Possibly from the Ringwald Pro. Yes. <laughs> and that's when uh, I uh, Xander. I said this to Kyle before we rewatched the episode. Yes. He not know <laughs> what I was talking about. Uh, and that's when Xander finds out, uh, finds the Bugman in the book he's looking mm-hmm. at. And he says, Oh, look, the bug man. cuckoo ka-choo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, little Beatles reference, everybody. Yes, they find out that he can only be killed when he's disassembled. And he's like, C- Cordelia, that means when he's bugs and not a man or something like that. And she's like, I know. I know what it means, dorkhead. That's what she <laughs> said. I, really, I really did like He's like, dorkhead, you slash me with your words. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that was really funny. And I then, gotta give that one to Zandy. Yeah, that was pretty funny. And then we see Kendra uh, discussing how her life is different from Buffy's. Uh, and she and how she was taught that the these things that Buffy has friends and like uh openly feeling emotions and stuff and school mm. would distract from her calling and so that's why her parents set her sent her to her watcher before she she doesn't even remember her parents and uh she says that her people take the calling seriously which is very interesting mm. to me actually it was cool but also like weird I was like so does everyone in her culture just know about the slayer and it, then also how is it a secret identity if everyone knows about it? I mean, they don't know who the slayer is, but they know the slayer is a thing. Yeah. But um, she also clearly knows it's supposed to be a secret. Mhm. Which is odd and kind of Well, it's supposed to be that. a secret who the slayer is, I guess. I don't know. It was it was just an it, it was an interesting idea to like think of like the Slayer being a thing that's, like, revered in the culture Mm -hmm. and everybody knows about it. Well, it makes sense to me and it'll be a long time before we can talk about why. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I get it, but I I did think that was a little contradictory still, though. Like, Mm -hmm. if everybody knows about it. Because they act like no one even knows vampires exist or, like, that the supernatural shit is real.
1: Well, yeah, but that's just here. At least at first.
0: I mean, who's to say that wherever Kendra's from, they... Don't know that vampires are, but yeah, that's an uh, it is a really interesting idea, though. Yeah, I think it makes sense. Uh, and she talks about how emotions are weakness, but Buffy is saying how her emotions give her power. Uh, Kendra says she prefers an even, even mind though. And Buffy's like, Well, guess that explains it. And she like starts to taunt her about how she could have kicked her butt when they were fighting earlier. And then Kendra's like, I would wipe the floor with you. Well, because what gets her is like. But you've got potential, like oh, that yes. kind of patronizing huh. And Buffy's like, you know what you're feeling right now? That's anger. It gives you fire. A slayer needs fire. And <laughs> then uh, she, they're just talking more about uh, their life differences. And Kendra mentions how she's not allowed to s- talk to boys mm. which is why she was weird with Xander earlier and I'm like again yeah. compulsory heterosexuality yeah, I was gonna say what if she was a lesbian exactly like, she'd be like oh shit I don't get to talk to boys oh, what no. A ni- <laughs> oh no what a nightmare <laughs> right she's just performatively performatively flustered around Xander so, mm-hmm. so that her watchers don't keep her from <laughs> talking to girls right and that's canon her, her one watcher excuse me uh, then uh, oh <clears throat> So Buffy's like, "Oh, you can't talk to them unless you're pummeling them," and that's where she gets the idea to talk to Willie again mm. and see if he might help. And that's when she mocks Kendra's accent. So that was um that was an ad lib by Sarah Michelle Gellar. Oh according no, to she she did that like as a last minute thing, and I think it's also like extra kind of like. I mean, I think like at the time people were like, "Oh, how funny," but then like, you know. On top of the accent already being a little cringy, but then mm-hmm. also knowing that they forced her to do it wrong, right, Ugh. to make people be able to—I'm air quotes here—understand her. Damn, a rare, a rare L for our SMG. Yeah. Uh, So we cut back to Drusilla doing more BDSM torture on Angel. Now he is like his, I, I can't remember if his hands were like this before, but they're up on the bedposts and he's like sitting up. I don't think so. I think this is a new position. And she says, say uncle. Oh, that's right. You (laughs) killed my uncle. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Then Spike (laughs) comes in and he's like, Oh, they didn't get the uh, sex swing in time. Sorry. You won't be able to put him in that. Right. And so basically, during most of the scene. I wonder if straight people use sex swings. Absolutely. Okay. I was just wondering aloud. (laughs) Okay. What was it? Oh. So basically, for most of the scene, Angel is taunting Spike about how Angel knows what Drusilla wants. Mm. And, uh,. He like does it so much that Spike gets mad at him and nearly stakes him. He like breaks yeah, something off well, the bed. Spike makes the comment. And he's like, I've never been much for the pre-show, innit? Just kidding. He doesn't say anything. Oh, yes. <laughs> and then... Uh, and Angel's like, that's her favorite part. Yeah, and that's what he gets mad about. He's like, keep your hole shut. And I was like... Yeah, <laughs> yes. And Drusilla does that... <laughs> yes, bad <she> goes, dog. <laughs> yes, exactly. Just <laughs> really funny. Very funny. And then, yeah... So Spike nearly stakes him and that's where we're like, oh, Angel's doing this on purpose. And I think this sets up like an important character trait about Spike and Drusilla, how like uh-huh. he is extremely possessive of her yes. and extremely jealous and like and their relationship. <laughs> yeah, yes. Their relationship clearly means a lot more to him than it does to Drusilla. Uh-huh, exactly. Because she's just like, bark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's like, I'm gonna fucking murder this guy. Uh-huh. And uh, it's also uh, an, an exemplification of one of Angel's, uh, like, self-sacrifice mm. character trait. Uh, because it, it, he kind of does it in Angel as well. He's, like, kind of trying to get Buffy to kill him a little mm. bit. Yeah, that's, like, his whole moral quandary at the end. And just, like, you know, constantly being like, oh, just stake me already. <laughs> yep. He does brood. Uh, his but broodiness. Anyway. Uh, so... And Spike figures Will it she out. she mold our young brood. Yes. Spike figures it out and uh he's like, "We need you for the ritual. Looks like you're going to go the hard way yeah, along with th- the rest of this miserable town." He says, "Aren't you a throw yourself to the lions type of sap these days?" Yes, right. Uh, which I guess uh, I guess he's referring to when in school hard when he like did the whole thing with Xander. Have I talked about how Anthony Stewart head coached him on his accent? No. Because, you know, okay, so Anthony Stewart Head's accent is actually, like, kind of more like what Spike's accent is. Oh, yeah? Because he's from London, I think. And he, like, Anthony Stewart Head has actually, like, a kind of Cockney sort of accent. Uh Uh-huh. But he, you know, had to be more posh for Giles. Gotcha. That's neat. And then he coached James Marson, who is American, on how to have the Cockney accent. Mm. If only there were a Jamaican woman on the cast to coach Bianca Lawson. Well, if only the producers... If only they didn't make her do ...would it. let her speak with an actual Jamaican accent like she wanted or, to. Oh, yeah, right. Sorry. That was the wrong way to go about that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, so we cut back to Willie's. Buffy's shaking him down for more information. And Kendra's like, just hit him. He says, it's coming back to me, but I'd have to take you there. Uh, so Buffy's going to follow him. But Kendra says, first, we need to return to your watcher. And Buffy's like, no, I need to save Angel. Kendra says, Are you, asks if she's just worried about her boyfriend. She says, He clouds your judgment. He's a vampire. He should die. Why am I the only person who sees it? And Buffy's like, Well, fuck you. I'm going. And Kendra calls her a fool. I also noted that there is a big jar of pickled eggs in the background. <laughs> okay. And you could see it in the last episode, too. And I thought that was funny. Come get your, uh, a martini and some pickled eggs. Yeah, this bar is, um, intriguing with its little christmas lights mm-hmm. and uh pool i don't know <laughs> yes very. i was just like looking at interesting things in the background too. uh-huh uh i i wanted to note here that uh i want to keep an eye on buffy like using buffy's decision making being like a little bit questionable because mm-hmm. of angel oh yeah like for sure she was like because she's like It was basically, it reminded me a lot of how uh, Willow's like, you forgot about the second part of the note, the part that says, P.S., this is a trap, Uh (laughs) where it's like, this is so obviously like she's just going headlong into a trap. Uh Uh-huh, exactly. And, you know, surprise, that's what happens here too. Mm -hmm. So we cut to break, and when we come back, we see spike doing the ritual he has this i think i guess it's like in an incense burner or something yeah, like it's on a, a chain uh-huh. that's what that's called. oh a sensor gotcha i know what that is mm-hmm. uh he also has this like cross thing that's like the sheet the for a cross. knife uh-huh and uh th- all that they got in the last episode mm-hmm. and uh nice nice little attention to detail he's wearing gloves to hold it uh Mm -hmm. and so he pulls out the little knife from it and he stabs it through (gasps) i didn't even think about that that's why they had that on the little pillow blanket Uh thing last time and uh yeah for because last episode i thought it was a pillow with like the cross like embroidered onto it Mm. uh so he stabs this cross knife thing through drusilla and angel's hands they're like tied up together and like crotch to crotch, yeah. <laughs> and, and Angel is fully shirtless. Yes, they no shirt for Angel this episode. Also, like the level of redness of his chest really like is very different. Our in earlier shot, to shot, like sometimes it's totally normal. Earlier, when Spike comes in after drusilla has been pouring holy water on him, she he, she's like, "It turns it, it turns it pretty colors or mm-hmm. something like that." But yeah, sometimes it's completely normal skin tone, and then sometimes uh-huh. it's like all red and yes, burned. Looking. Oh, I didn't. Oh, so I forgot to mention before the break that Willie brought Buffy into this church. Oh yeah, because he says to her, "Don't, don't say your friend Willie don't come through in a pinch." And then he hands her over to and the we assassins, see, and he's and like, "We see Patrice. We know her name now, and the Bug Man, and like two random vampires." This is a okay. This is, I think, probably apart from the shirt, Angel shirt, the probably the most suspend your disbelief thing. Mm-hmm in this whole episode because it's like they were they're assassins they're like hired to kill her yeah like why wouldn't they have just done it right then and then they're like they just bring her in and then guys like i mean oh, but- i thought it was dead or alive and he's like uh, it's fucking dead bro yes exactly so now back to the scene i was already talking about sorry about that uh buffy comes in willie brings her in with all those people who ambushed her earlier oh after some slightly crunchy cgi like yes. Just a little. Not and too bad. That's, what, what's the CGI? It's like when he stabs their hands and it does the glowy thing. Oh, okay. Like, gotcha. He's saying the elegor something, yes, yes, yes. blah, blah, blah. And that's when Willie uh, is like, oh, I, I thought the bounty was dead or alive. And he's well, like, I have wanted her on the ground. I do think, though, actually, okay, to give them a little bit of credit, the assassins dropped the ball a lot here. But I do think this does fit with Willie. Oh yeah, definitely. Because Willie is like Willie. in this kind of gray area where he doesn't quite seem like he's like he's not totally cool with like a murder. Yeah, he's he's like I'll give him over to you, but I'm not going to kill him myself. Yeah, exactly. Like so, I I do think that Willie's character this is this makes yes, sense for him. Absolutely. The assassin's not killing him. Okay. Spike tells Buffy, Angel's got something you don't have. Five minutes. Yeah, I did. That was like such a, I don't know, it was like a Bond movie. <laughs> Bond yes, exactly. Thing. So Patrice pulls out a oh, gun again. And Spike is like, Patrice, which yes. I think is, I, I Patricia. Don't know. That just made me laugh so hard. He's like, Patrice. <laughs> and that's when Kendra comes <laughs> in flipping her ass off and she just right. this she jumps up into the air and like does like a split into the air to kick two people at once <laughs> it is so it, yeah. it is so ridiculous and awesome looking oh yeah it's like completely unnecessary yet totally necessary badassery and uh, Sp- uh Kendra and Buffy are standing off against Spike and they say it's your lucky day spike two slayers no waiting which has to be a reference to something. It seems like I a I reference to it. something. Yeah, I don't get it either. We're professional podcasters, <laughs> uh, and this is when the this is the most ridiculous thing I have seen. Are you in gonna talk about past, No, in the oh. past several episodes, Patrice has these like little extendo knives that come out of her sleeves, uh-huh. and she like she does this like uh, s- select your fighter screen stance. She goes, <laughs> yeah. she's like rocking back and <laughs> forth. It is so she's like yeah looking. she's like dancing with it's them. it's not almost. the only time she does it either so uh giles and the rest of the scoobies <laughs> come in giles has a crossbow he shoots someone with it willow like jumps on a vampire and she's like got him in like a chokehold or something yeah so everyone's fighting someone different we have uh-huh. buffy fighting patrice kendra fighting spike giles and willow are fighting a vampire and willow has just jumped onto his butt. yeah <laughs> she's <laughs> like so get funny. him and, and then, uh, and Cordelia and Xander. Well, Xander is like, "Hey, lava b- or larva boy." I almost said lava boy, <laughs> <laughs> not sharp boy and lava girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, larva boy. And then the uh, Fister is like, Hee-hee. he is something, something about cooties. Yeah, he's like, oh, come <laughs> over here, you big old cootie." <laughs> you big or cootie. Something. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then uh, so Cordelia has put some like floor sealant or something on the ground. I also asked, yeah, glue trap. I was like, "What happened to all Patrice's guns?" She had right. like forty guns. <laughs> exactly. She lost them all She's in the school. She's like, oh, I didn't bring any other guns with me on the bus. So uh, this is a little. This will be a little bit out of order. But the bug man turns into bugs and crawls under the door because he can't open doors. Uh-huh. Gets stuck in this glue stuff on the floor. <laughs> Xander like, and just Cordelia just stomp. <laughs> He's so easy to kill. Right. Uh, and and, then, and Cor- at one point, Cordelia's like, "Die, die, die!" <laughs> it's very funny. Which is like me playing Hades. I'm like, Why don't you die? Yes. At one point, uh Giles is holding a vampire for Willow and she's like, Hold him still, and yeah. Willow gets to stake a vampire. <laughs> Willow's just being like a complete badass. Out is of this nowhere. the first time we've seen a human stake a vampire? Uh oh, besides Buffy, obviously. N- well, Xander accidentally staked Jesse. Yeah, I don't count that. He uh, did. He was just holding it, and someone else pushed Jesse into the stake. I don't remember. Actually, I'm not sure. I, I think th- Giles has staked a vampire. I feel like, maybe. I don't know. I don't if know. You, if you can remember, let us know. Uh, but it's definitely the first time Willow has staked a vampire. Uh but she has helped fight off a vampire before in the very mm. in the harvest she like was throwing holy water on one. Uh she she threw it in Darla's face. Yes. Oh
1: yeah, it was Darla. I forgot about that. <laughs> All right, so
0: that's what Giles and Willow were doing. Uh uh-huh. at one point Kendra and Buffy swap spots. Patrice slices Kendra's shirt mm. and that's when Kendra says, uh that was me favorite shirt. That was me only shirt. (laughs) Yes, because she came in the cargo hold of an airplane. I do say randomly aloud to my apartment sometimes. (laughs) Yes. Or also, that's... I I also say it if I'm doing laundry. (laughs) There's a stain on a t-shirt. That's so funny. I'm putting a spray and wash on it. I can vouch for this. He does do that. I do. Uh, wh- while she's saying that, uh, you know, we have to hear the funny lines. Uh, but Patrice is also in this shot and she's doing the fighting stance thing <laughs> she, again. Yeah. She's just waiting on Kendra to finish well, talking. I mean, but if you watch, if you really watch like all fight scenes in, in this show and any show well, where like there's yeah. someone who does a lot of fighting like this. If people fought like they would in real life, the yes. hero would get killed <laughs> But I mean, no one me, just waits one at a time for the hero to punch them. And yes, be like, yes, yes, yes. It's not a turn-based RPG. For me, ha- it was just the she was calling attention to it by b- doing well, that ridiculous yes, dance. She's doing like a little samba. Huh? Uh-huh. Uh huh. And Buffy uh, has switched over to Spike. She's fighting Spike for a bit after the the uh, elaborate back, like she bends over and. Uh, Kendra, like, rolls over her back. Yes, exactly. Uh, Buffy, like, gets him out of the way for a second and goes and gets that the knife off of Angel and Drusilla and starts to help Angel. Spike notices he comes, knocks her to the side, grabs a torch, and throws it into this, like, pile of rags on yeah, the floor. Yeah, and then, like, it, and it's immediately an enormous blaze. Uh-huh. And, like, Giles and Willow and Xander are like, ah! Like holding their hands up in front of yes. their face, and I'm like, couldn't you just walk around exactly? <laughs> it's and it's not uh, taking up the entire church. So, and then that's when Spike picks up Drusilla and starts to leave. Uh, while he's doing that, Buffy picks up the sensor, <laughs> like swings it around, this and tosses was like it. the most cartoonish part of the episode know. to me because she does this huge wind up, with yes, it, and exactly. there's like the a. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah she throws it and it hits him in the back of the head and then he crashes into a pipe organ which falls the all over per- them well and okay so they did actually sort of set this up i didn't think uh-huh. this and i didn't re- notice this till the last time we watched it because kendra like th- i think she throws patrice through a pillar that's holding oh, yeah. up the organ which i forgot i forgot to mention that because uh did patrice die i don't know but she threw patrice like through this pillar and then so that's part of like why this whole organ structural integrity Mm -hmm. was weakened i guess yeah because patrice is clearly a human right well i just thought it was hilarious that someone just tripping and falling into this organ knocks the entire yes exactly but there is a support pillar that got broken Mm -hmm. so and uh if patrice didn't die well is she kyle (laughs) <laughs> right i mean she's according if she to a didn't die she's why obviously human she doesn't come back so if she didn't die why wouldn't she come back to kill buffy the actress comes back but not yes her. yes clearly. <laughs> i was just <laughs> referencing the last episode yes yes i know i know um but if she and but and then if she did die kendra just killed a human woman uh i guess kendra doesn't have the same rules though so anyway mm. uh well, i mean we don't know that she died yeah, but we don't. We don't know. It's yeah. <laughs> she's uh, they're just like, "Oh, we don't need to think about Patrice anymore. She's got knocked out and left in a burning church for dead." Oh, so and so Angel is like really weak and mm. Buffy is like helping him up. Kendra looks at Buffy and Angel through the flames. Mm. And I was like I was wondering if this is like a a, a this is an interesting visual for me. Mm-hmm. I wonder I wonder if it's just supposed to mean anything or if it's supposed to look cool. Yeah, come on, David Simmel and cinephoto- cin cine- oh shit, cinematographer, cinematography, <laughs> cinematography team. Yes, uh, and so Kendra goes to help Buffy get Angel out, and so they and the rest of the Scoobies leave. Also, are they in like a Greek Orthodox church or something? I have no idea. This is a very like, it's not like your standard church. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it doesn't seem like a s like a standard Catholic or standard like Protestant, Presbyterian, it's, whatever. It, I don't know what old churches is supposed it to look like. It just seems it has like a much more old school vibe yeah. to me. Maybe it's just know. old and abandoned. I don't know. I I was just thinking about like like the statues and like the way the organ looked and everything. It just uh-huh. um it it had a different look than what I'm used to seeing in, you know, your average church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's that's my tiny southern town guy observation of that. <laughs> yes. You're welcome, everyone. So we cut to our uh, little wrap-up scenes here. Wait, but we didn't talk about... So Kendra sees him through the fire, but then she goes and helps him. W- I did say that. You did? <laughs> <laughs> yes. When? <laughs> I said she goes and helps Buffy take him out. I missed that part. We were talking about fire for like 20 minutes. Anyway... She, yeah, but that's important because she helps him and it's like, it's furthering this progression of like, she's coming around and she's seeing Buffy's way on things. And she's like, their relationship is getting better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So we cut back to school for our little wrap up scenes. Oz is getting animal crackers from a snack machine and Willow comes up to help him. He's got like a little sling for his arm. Mm. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he says yes he says it's now painless uh and God. Sh- she's thanking him for saving her life uh he doesn't want like to accept thanks but she's like well if i were to thank you oh his thing reminded me a lot of how she talked about um when she tries to talk to guys i think she said mm-hmm. that in the first episode she's like when i try to say things I get really red and then I have to go away. Oh yeah. Cause like he that. says when I, when someone thanks me, yeah, like my face gets all red. It's like a parallel like to, yeah, that's neat. Yeah. Showing how they're similar. Uh, and, uh, so he talks about animal crackers, crackers, crackers. And there were so many old school Doritos in there. There, there were, like, were also a bunch of thi- bags there, of things turned upside down. Well, I mean, that's not that weird, but there were like, I've, I've never seen them before. Ten, 10 rows of Doritos. I felt like, <laughs> like there was so product many product placement. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, it's been so long since I've seen a Doritos bag that looked like that. <laughs> uh, he's talking about how the monkey's the only animal cracker that gets to wear pants. And <laughs> they have a cute little interaction. Yeah. And she's oh, wearing her rainbow backpack again. Marty Noxon. Okay, here's one of my trivia things. Ooh. Said that um, all the lines after Oz compliments Willow's smile were ad-libbed by Seth Green and Allison Hannigan. Oh, yeah. And I say and because he's mainly talking. But so... Um, the thing where he said "I mock you with my monkey pants" was Alison <laughs> Hannigan's idea. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, that's so cool. Because mm-hmm. at one point he's like, uh, the other animals start a coup against the monkey. A uh, coup like, in the zoo. And the, uh, which is she's a funny like, rhyme. yes. And, and she's like, the monkey's French. He's like, all monkeys are French. You didn't know that. But <laughs> that's yeah, so that's funny that ad-libbed. that's ad lived mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, it's really. <laughs> it made me think about Office Ladies. I love that podcast mm-hmm. and how there's every week they're like. We had so many listeners write in and say, "Was this ad libbed?" It was in the script. Like yes. almost every time, they're like, "It was uh-huh. in the script." Sometimes it was an ad lib, but like ninety yeah. percent of the time. <laughs> but this one was an ad lib, and I thought that was fun. And then we cut to Cordelia and Xander. Uh, well, actually, we cut to Cordelia. Xander's off screen. And she's like walking up the hallway, and then she turns around, and we see Xander run to uh, like grab her, and he's like, "Hey, we need to talk." This classroom is very loudly, like, wallpapered or painted. Yes, and it has this, like, diorama of, like, a fall scene. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's fall or something. And But, yeah, did you see the paint on the wall? It's, like, this green and pink, like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> it looks like that thing where, like, you take a rag and soak it in paint and roll it across the wall or something. Oh, yeah. Whew. It was just very, like... I was like, this is loud for a school. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, and they just talk about... They, they're they like, oh, we need to talk about this kiss. They end up just arguing again. And they're like, I mm. don't ever want to do that again. Oh my gosh. What? I realized—I don't think we made fun of how Xander said that line about like, what was he supposed to have? A arrow over his head that said an I'm an assassin. assassin yes." Holy <laughs> shit. How do we not talk about that? We got distracted. You space out when I describe things. So you forget I to guess. say your notes sometimes. And like... <laughs> Or I just, I don't know. I feel like I hear you saying these things, and then I'm like, oh, you said it, and I forgot. So uh, but anyway, yeah. They're just having, like, another argument again, insulting each other. And then <laughs> she's like, you probably have been scheming this whole time just so you could kiss me. He's like, right. I hired a Latvian bug man to kill <laughs> Buffy so I could get close <laughs> to you. When did we find out he's from Latvia? Yeah, I may, I guess it was in the book. Uh, he says, the memory of your lips on mine makes my blood run cold. Oh, and he said something about, like, I wouldn't even want to, s- there's something about, like, you don't even make me want to spring for a meal at Bucky's Fondue Hut. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> uh, and then they make out, again, yeah. more Romeo and jo- Juliet yeah. music. And I wrote that it's interesting that Xander, like, immediately, the next day, decides he needs to have, like, an adult-ish conversation with Cordelia about their kiss. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, even though it turned out to be really immature. But uh, he never did the same thing with Willow. He never did that when he almost kissed Willow. But they didn't kiss. But they almost they kissed. They almost kissed. It's very... Uh, but, like... It's not the same. It's, uh, a, you know... They it had have, it would have been nice if he had a an, a nice grown up conversation with Willow about that. Maybe Xander's grown up a little bit too. Mm. Uh, and so, so let's get also, carried away, right? Also, I just wanted to like, I, I I thought that I would be a little bit more annoyed by the Xander Cordelia stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously we we've known it's coming, uh, but you know it kind of makes sense. Like, just seeing all of their interactions throughout the season, uh, it's not like a <laughs> It's not like a, oh this person is mean to you it, that means they like you. There's all the they're well, they're both like mutually like constantly insulting each other. Yeah, no, uh, you're right, but look at Buff look at his kind of thing with Buffy. Uh-huh. He's very shitty to Buffy a lot like in terms of like when he's trying to be romantic with her. Uh-huh. He's very shitty to Cordelia. <laughs> he's uh-huh. romantic with Cordelia. Yep, exactly. Like right, it's a pattern. And yeah, so, and I, I it makes it, it makes enough sense. To, I don't love it, but it makes sense to me, I suppose. Well, and it's one of, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where you're like the first time you're watching it, you might be like, <gasps> guys, yeah, and yeah. then. Like later. (laughs) There's so many funny lines about it later. I can't wait to talk about (laughs) it. Yes. But anyway. uh, Then we cut to Buffy and Kendra outside. Buffy's escorting Kendra to like a taxi or something. Buffy lent her a shirt. (laughs) Which, you know, she could have worn that shirt. It just had a little rip in the sleeve. And she's like... But uh, I, it would have been dirty, though. <laughs> it, and it was funny that she... But it's still funny that it was her only shirt. Yes, yeah, so And funny. she's like, thanks for the shirt. Oh, And she's like, hey, it looks better on, well, me, but no worries. I noted here the entire episode, Buffy's been wearing the same outfit from the last episode. So, <gasps> Oh, yeah, I forgot to talk about her wearing the huge shirt again. Yeah, so in the last episode, she, like, for most of it, she was wearing this, like, mauve tank top and, like, track pants. Mm-hmm. And then... Or some kind of athletic pants. And then she puts on the shirt... And then in this episode, she starts out with the shirt, and then like before she goes to fight, she like takes off the shirt, and it's just the tank top and the pants again. And it's like very muted and very mm-hmm. like with the shirt, it's a little <laughs> frumpy. <laughs> but now, now today, she yes, she's like she's wearing some colors. She mm-hmm. looks really nice. Uh, so it, I thought that was uh, very interesting. She's not worried for her life anymore. Yes. Well and also she's she's just a little bit perkier and uh Buffy is insisting that Kendra use her plane tickets and ride on the plane instead <laughs> of in the cargo hold. I just throw this which whole is conversation like cr- it makes it sound like Kendra just doesn't understand how planes work. <laughs> like she just got into the cargo hold, like her like Mr. Zabudo gave her a ticket the first time. <laughs> And yes, she's just like, so oh, well, that's where I go. <laughs> right. She's walked up to a plane. She's just been in some compound with her watcher her whole life. She doesn't, she didn't even know what a plane was before she had to go to Sunny. Oh, and she tells her that she should, um, uh, not watch, or she not to watch the in flight movie. If it has dogs or Chevy chase, what does that mean? Well, cause the dog dies. The dog always dies. If it's okay. a dog movie. And then, um, well, i think it's just shitting on chevy chase oh okay. he is gonna <laughs> chevy chase is notoriously like an asshole gotcha. and really bad to work with mm-hmm. uh and and <laughs> this is another fun fact sarah michelle Geller had an uncredited role in the movie funny farm with oh, chevy chase very interesting so maybe <laughs> i don't i think it was probably the writers mm-hmm. but like it's funny to, for me to think that like Sarah Michelle Gellar personally doesn't like Chevy Chase. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> that would be hilarious. And I do have to say like Christmas Vacation is one of my all-time favorite movies, but I do acknowledge that he's apparently it's a nostalgia Dick. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle doesn't get it, everybody. I think it's fine. Uh is it Susan Sarandon? Wait, who's the other one in there? Who's the woman? Beverly D'Angelo? Beverly D'Angelo. I, I like her in it. Oh mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, she's great. Um Susan uh, Susan Sarandon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bread. Bread. Dr. Scott. Yes. Buffy thanks Kendra for her help saving Angel. And Kendra's like, I won't tell my watcher about it. It's too weird. Mm. (laughs) And and then Buffy's like, oh, well, uh, they won't fire me then since they won't know about it or Mm -hmm. something like that. And that's where Kendra says, you always talk about slaying like it's a job. It's not. It's who you are. Mm -hmm. And Buffy says, did you get that from your handbook? And Kendra said, from you oh <laughs> this scene legitimately made was, me tear up it was really sweet and but that is such a great encapsulation about like how buffy views Slay mm-hmm. as like this imposition on her and it's been she it wasn't it hasn't only been in the last two episodes either that she's referred to it as a job she's done but yeah, before but like not only i mean as an imposition which it is an imposition on her but like as a job, like as like a nine to five thing, like yeah. something that she just does because she has to. Kind of like how most of us have to have a job so we don't starve to death. So like, it's just a thing. Like, mm-hmm. and it it, but it's like this commentary on how she's like, well, no, it's actually just who you are. Yes, exactly. Uh, Buffy says, "I'm a freak," and Kendra says, "Not the only freak, not anymore." She says. She does say, "I guess it's something you really can't fight." Yes, I'm a freak, which is important. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I even have that written down, and I skipped I'm that line. to talk about it later. And uh, so Buffy starts to go into a f- hug, and Kendra's not into it. <laughs> Kendra is Trixie Mattel; she doesn't. Do yes, that. and uh, Kendra leaves in the taxi. I noted that the music here is like it's so it's supposed to be like the happy, like things are resolved, like more mm-hmm. joyful music. And it is ten billion times better than the music at the end of when she was bad, right? Because <laughs> it, it, when she was bad, it was like. Da da da, dum, bum, 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 or the bum, puppet, bum, bum, or the, the puppet show, uh-huh. like the puppet show had that very like. Sitcom, like everything's okay now. Exactly, growing pains. Mike Seaver made up with his girlfriend. All is right with the world music. Yes. And then we get a stinger. Mm. We see that Spike and Drusilla are alive yeah, because vampires can't be killed by crushing. I call this Super Drew. It yes, is this really real. This is a real. I, I don't think I've ever seen this scene before. This oh, really? is really cool. It is cool. And the way they shot it and like with her carrying him and like the the like. Isn't there, like, kind of, like, a soprano solo in the background? Like, Like, I can't. Yeah, I think so. I'll just kick it But, like, yeah. <laughs> like singing. The, and it's, like, very creepy horror music. And she's, like... And she's got, like, her hair is different. Like, it's a lot... There's, like, more curls and a little bit more volume mm. to it. And uh, she's bumpy-faced the entire time. Mm-hmm. And she like, she picks up Spike and she says, "Don't, don't worry, worry, dear, dear heart. heart. I'll see that you get strong again, like, like me." me. <laughs> and she walks toward the camera. So cool. Jerusalem, honestly is one of the coolest creations of this show. I know. I love it. And it's uh, it's another one of those things. It's like you think that Spike is going to be the big bad of the season mm-hmm. because you know he's the one who's been around a few episodes, like causing the chaos, and then and, and now it's like, oh, the take. Just from this little scene we're like, Oh, Drusilla's gonna fuck shit up. Yeah, and it's like now Spike is the weakened one. Uh huh. And you're like, My how the turntables <laughs> Yes, exactly. But and, yeah, no. uh, Um You know, it's just we've uh we've switched up our uh assumptions about the big bad. Yeah, no And it's that's the only time that'll happen Honest- in this entire series. Honestly, like okay, if you have that kind of I'm pan- just kidding. <laughs> okay so if you look at so we know there's this whole connection right uh-huh between angel yes darla drusilla, drusilla and, spike. and spike like out of that foursome drusilla is by far my favorite character uh, yes like, i agree she's so cool i mean spike is like pretty good but drusilla is just so much better it's just and it's just so cool after like all these episodes of Drusilla being like, "Oh, I need to change Miss Edith's diaper, mm-hmm. and oh, there were worms in my baguette," and just being like, "Oh, Spike, don't hurt me," <laughs> and now she's like, "I'll make sure you're strong like me." Right. It's just so cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, and she's Buffy like Buffy like nearly staking her at one point. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, she's gonna be so much more involved going forward. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was very cool. All right, that is the episode. Yes, we do not have an in memoriam this episode because uh, the only we had some vampires die and Bug Guy and Patrice. Yeah, and you know, uh, well, we don't even know that Patrice died. Yeah, Patrice may or may not have died. I don't. Yeah, I don't feel like nor- uh, memorializing Fister. right so we're gonna move on norman fister so we're gonna (laughs) move on to uh scoring the episode on a scale of one to ten stakes. zach how many stakes do you give this episode um so in the continuance of my feelings on the last episode i gave this one 10 as well another 10 i'm gonna give this one a 10 too i was like i think this is better than a, a little bit better than the first part and uh i wasn't like i didn't have time really to be bogged down by like the teeniest tiniest continuity stuff that i mm-hmm. was like nitpicking in the last well, I mean, episode yeah the worst one is angel shirt and uh <laughs> yes. what was the other one the big one i brought up uh patrice no. it was the, the assassins like why didn't they just oh kill her? why didn't the assassins kill buffy that like that one is very like but i do feel like that one is explainable with willie uh-huh yeah willie was there and w- it, it does make sense that willie be like i'm gonna bring her to spike Uh huh. And I was going to give it like a 9 or a 9.5, but then just. I think the inner. Like Buffy and Kendra's interactions through the whole episode and then leading up to their uh, little talk at the end of the episode really brought it up there for me. Oh, and the final scene, obviously. And this is like a really like. Like Buffy didn't really exist in the world of mid season finales. Yeah, exactly. But this is kind of like a mid season finale. Yeah, we're almost after the next episode. We'll be exactly halfway through. So, but yeah, no, this is I. This is very good. Mm-hmm, I agree. I mean, there's so many things about it, like the introduction of a second Slayer because Buffy died is like mm-hmm, very a cool. very cool building on what happened on last season. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. Drusilla being revived and becoming like super strong and like now this huge threat because she's normal vampire strength. Plus, can see into the future and has, like, mm-hmm. psychic abilities and all this other stuff. And there's, like, there's so much fun fighting. There's mm-hmm. fun banter. Yeah. There's uh there's interesting relationship stuff. Willow mm-hmm. and Oz, Cordelia and Xander. Yeah, this is the first time. I mean, Oz and, Cor- Oz and Willow, like, talked for, like, a second in the first part. Mm-hmm. But then this is where they, like, you start to see, like, there's something happening with them. Yeah. Uh, the stakes are high because of Angel mm-hmm. and Drusilla getting stronger. Yeah, like, the I, the idea of, like, the sire, like, using that as, like, a revivication thing. And, like, mm-hmm. I, that whole contraption, I think, is very cool. Yes, very cool. It's just a very cool episode. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. All right, Kyle. Well, let's move on to the MVP then. <laughs> Kyle, who's your MVP of the episode, Kyle? Who is it, <sighs> Kyle? Kyle? I damn the rules (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna give it to both kendra and buffy okay okay i want to read you what i wrote because you said that Uh (laughs) uh-huh because i wrote i think the episode mvp for this one is kendra but it's also sort of a tie between kendra and buffy maybe even buffy and kendra's relationship (laughs) (laughs) so i was thinking the exact same thing oh they're so empathetic for each other and also they kick ass yes yes it's absolutely both kendra and buffy i will take no complaints (laughs) all right uh they're just i mean i don't i don't know how you could argue that it would you could maybe give spike a little bit you could maybe make a case for spike because drusilla does regain her strength he is successful in his but he does he also gets his ass kicked yeah i'm i'm saying kendra and buffy uh, all right, so now it's time for a brief queer analysis from our own Zachary Record. That's me. That's you. I do declare. All right. Well, uh, to me, the biggest theme in the queer—shit—the er, <laughs> biggest theme in the queer. The biggest thing in the queer. To me, the biggest queer theme in this episode is the parallel of Kendra and Buffy's relationship to kind of that—that uh, <laughs> that time when you like go from feeling like you're the only gay person alive. To realizing that there are other people out there like you, mm-hmm. you are not alone. No one is alone. You are not alone. Two, <laughs> two different Broadway shows. There, <laughs> yes. Uh, and it's funny too how when you come from a place like where we are, where there's like not very many gays about, mm-hmm. and then you you suddenly come into contact with like another gay in the wild. And you have that kind of reaction like Kendra and Buffy first had where you're like <laughs> shitting to them. <laughs> what do you mean you're the gay? Yeah, you're like, that's me. <laughs> I'm the gay. And you like kind of have this, uh, you know, you don't know how to talk to them. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I think that's a phenomenon that a lot of queer people can probably oh, relate to. And, uh, you know, you find the other gay in the gay desert. You react with like suspicion <laughs> or being like catty or you're just like, I don't even know what to say to this person. I'm not used to having other gay people to talk to. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, like two gays stranded on a deserted straight Island, Buffy and Kendra have both gone through this really similar experience of being the Slayer, but alone and in, in comp- completely different ways. Uh, just like how the queer experience is both like kind of this through line that connects us to a wider community, but it's also so deeply individual and personal. Mm hmm. Uh, so, you know, In the end of this episode, the common bond of the Slayer is something that kind of lets them relate to each other uh, in a way that they can't do with anybody else. And, you know, that's, isn't that kind of like the ideal, right? Mm -hmm. For queer people as well, like in the queer community, like we come together and we celebrate like how we are similar, but then also how our differences kind of unite us. Does it always happen like that? Unfortunately, no. But (laughs) that is the ideal. And I do think we're closer to it than we have been in the past. Oh yeah, but yeah, uh, that is my I, my brief queer analysis. I think I agree. I think it is very easy to read a little queer theme into this mm-hmm. episode, especially given Kendra and Buffy's chat at the end. Oh yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh, they understand each other. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now that I've queer and an- um shit queer analyzed. <laughs> <laughs> Queer analyzed it. Queer <laughs> analyzes it. Uh, Kyle, what's the gayest moment of the episode? Uh, I don't always ask this, but I want to ask what you what you think first. There's a few options, and I want to know what you what you would pick. Hmm, the gayest moment for me. I mean the moment that the moments that I enjoyed the most as a gay were the angel shirtless parts. Uh-huh. And then the like uh kind of weird sexy torture parts. You you are adjacent. So in my brain I have two. The one I'm picking is yo you've been a bad daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh the other one I uh, thought about picking was <laughs> Bad dog (laughs) Drusilla's doing puppy play (laughs) Drusilla is the gay queen of this episode Mm. And she gets to stand next to And uh, playfully torture a hot shirtless man The entire time Mm. And isn't that the gay dream Who among us would not want (sighs) Angel uh, Strapped to a bedpost in front of us They're probably out there but Mm. Lesbians You know (laughs) Fair uh, okay, that is it for What's My Line Part 2. These two episodes were so delightful. Mm. These past, like, five episodes have been so fucking good. We had Halloween, we had Lie to Me, we had The Dark Age, mm. and now we've had these two, and they've all been so fucking good. Yeah. Really, the only duds this season have been, uh, well, the only complete dud, I would say, is inka Mummy Girl. Reptile mm. Boy is, hmm. Some Assembly Required is, huh? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it feels so long ago right since i know we did those exactly and s- but in school hard and when she was bad were pretty good mm-hmm. but these these last five episodes have been great uh we'll see how we feel about the next episode <clears throat> yep <laughs> i don't think it'll be an income, mummy girl i don't least. yeah i don't think it's that bad i i am very curious how i'm going to feel about the next episode because i feel like uh like i might have uh have some personal shit to bring into it. I was gonna it. say, are you gonna be triggered? <laughs> I, I I will probably be slightly uh, triggered. I'm not even. I'm not saying that flippantly. I'm being serious. <laughs> yes. Uh, but anyway, we are fin- I I will be fine. Don't be worried. I will be. <laughs> I will be okay watching mm. Ted. However, I will have s- things to say. Yeah uh my name's kyle jones and i've got something (laughs) to say (laughs) yes uh so thank you everyone for listening zach do you want to tell them where they can find us i suppose i could do that i Uh, suppose now that we've gotten what's my line part two out of the way you can follow us on spotify apple or wherever you podcast uh and you can support us by leaving us a five-star rating um and review, which we will read aloud on yes. the podcast. If you leave it, written reviews are always great. They'll help us out a lot, and we will read them for you. Yeah, because we appreciate them. And um, you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok at BuffyGaysPod. Kyle has been uh, Kyle <laughs> Kyle has <laughs> been uh, helping me out with the Instagram because I am terrible at keeping up with it. I made a post every week, or, or every, or almost every day this week. And uh, yeah, and um, you can also reach out to us via our email at buffygays at gmail Yes, Uh, you can also leave us a voice or a regular message at anchor.fm slash BuffyGays. You can also share us with your friends if they like Buffy or you want them to like Buffy or if they're gay or you want them to like gay (laughs) or (laughs) any of the above, any combination. Allies welcome as well. Yes, of course. Uh, So this has been uh, season two, episode 10. Join us next week and we'll be discussing episode 11 ted oh tedward oh yes till next time i'm kyle and i'm zach and we are your puffy Puffy gaze gaze. happy slaying (laughs) goodbye (laughs) goodbye